What happened to five? You just skipped right over it. Yeah. Five is right out. <laughs> Fitz got it. <laughs> I know that reference. <laughs> Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Yoke, so everybody, a little international language there, welcome to the RC Roundtable. Today, it is I, Fitzwalker, joining me is Lee Ray. Hello. And done, Terry. Yeah, um, what international language was that? That was Japanese. Oh, okay. Yokso Say means it again? welcome. Yokso. What does it mean? It means welcome. Oh, okay. I'm going to say hello in my uh, native tongue. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> got two types of music, country word. and western. <laughs> He's, Lee's multilingual. He speaks uh, East Texan and West Texan. <laughs> But it's, it's it's funny though you say that. But I've had a lot of people guess I'm from the north because I talk so fast. They don't. They say you don't sound like a Texan, but I is. Born and raised. I got a lot of I got a lot of lot of Southern blood in me because my mom and my mom and dad are from uh, Mississippi and Louisiana. So and my I'm, I'm, I'm as Cajun as they get. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, if you. If you're new to the show, both Lee and I are located in Houston, Texas. Yeah, it gets course. better, we promise. <laughs> of course, Lee is in the north part of Houston, so he is well, from the north. Well, and we, we joke true. about this because if you live up in the northeast, uh, Fitz and I live in different states. <laughs> what? <laughs> Equivalent. We, would, we would equivalently live in different oh, states. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. We're a good 40 plus miles apart. You know, there was I found somebody had superimposed a map of Connecticut over Houston. And they're the same size. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! Well, there you go. So I'm in the I'm in Northwest Houston, up near Cyprus. Fitz is down near Pearland. Yes, where the pears are. Near JSC, near yep. NASA. NASA, like one of the coolest yeah. places to visit here in Houston, where the astronauts live. Yeah. And Terry is up in the Great White North. <laughs> He's in North Northeast Houston. He's Here's, a throws. He's a stone's throw from Niagara Falls. You're actually That's right. it's South yeah. Canada, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you're you're the uh, Knickers of Canada. <laughs> Although we're not welcome in Canada right now. Isn't Canada the hat? They're the hat, the hat. and we're the Knickers. <laughs> Stop, you hosers! We love our Canadian listeners. By the way. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. All right. Anyways, we, I guess we should we've, do uh, that. We should we should what? make a little map of all of our listeners and where they're located. Just to you know. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be fun. All right, you, it was your idea. <laughs> All right, well, if, you're, if you're listening, <laughs> drop us an email. Contact at rcroundtable.com. Just give us your city and state. And we'll we'll start a calendar. Uh, calendar. We'll start a map, and I'll start putting push, push pins in there. Or if we put something on our Facebook page. Oh, okay, well, I'll do that. <laughs> I don't know, just an idea. People can reply where they're where they're located. All right. <laughs> We're way off topic already. Or maybe Are we not. supposed to talk RC? Yes, let's talk <laughs> RC. Um, Terry, you had some new stuff that you just dropped on us that I had not seen. You want to take the lead and tell us all about it? Sure. And I think this is new for all three of us. So if you go to Flex Innovations website. Which is have, not new to us. 
Well, not the website is, but bear with me. They have uh, two new models that are both moderately sized, but what's unique about them is that they use 6S power systems. So this is a little bit like we talked about before with the E-Flight A10, which is a a EDF that would normally be powered by a 3-cell or 4-cell power system. They bumped it up to 6, so we're looking at the same kind of idea in propeller form. And there are two models... There's the Mamba, which is an existing airframe, um, and I have to admit that I don't know all the different sizes, so I don't know if this size existed before. I think it did, uh, but this power system would be new. And then there's also the, also the uh, Piranha. How do you pronounce that? That in do you is have it to Piranha? I think it's Nya. Piranha. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're, <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, uh, Finding Nemo, and she goes Piranha. <laughs> right, so every time I have to say it, you guys are gonna pronounce Piran- it. For me. It's piranha. The yep. N is ya. So it's think piranha. <laughs> now, we're, now we're rolling the R's. <laughs> piranha. Piranha. <laughs> Focus, fellas. I bought the Focus. play for the name. Stay with me. <laughs> the piranha looks like it has LEDs in it. It does. Right? It's got a lot of neat stuff. So, so let's focus like on that one. It is a flying wing with twin rudders. So you know, from the surface, it doesn't seem incredibly unique. But once you click on the web page, you start looking at the, the extras that you need to finish it. You'll see that the battery packs are 6-cell 1500 milliamp hour and 6-cell 1800 milliamp hour. Mm. So lots of voltage, not a whole lot of capacity in terms of fixed wing. And if you're into quad racers, that doesn't seem terribly unique, though, because the quad crews have been using six cells for you know, a long time now. So the, that philosophy seems to be making its way over into fixed wing stuff. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, I'm curious, does it, does it list anywhere their typical flight times? Cause that does seem rather short. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. It might, but I, you don't short. necessarily get shorter flight time because you're not necessarily pulling more amps with more voltage. You're just getting more power at lower amperage. It's all about how you work the numbers. Yeah, if you size the motor correctly, yes. All right, yeah. so we're hoping they did that. <laughs> so, yeah, because watts is watts, right? Watts is power times watts current. Well, well, I mean, watts is power times current. So I mean, No, it's voltage current. times Voltage current. time current, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Brain said, thinking one thing, mouth said the other. <laughs> so you could use a lot less amps by going up in the voltage, and that's actually more efficient and better um, because amps is a fixed quantity, amp hours in the battery. So if you're pulling less amps, even though the voltage is up, you're going to get longer runtime, or you're going to make up for the runtime with a lower capacity battery. Yeah, all all I time. know is I can't use one of those batteries in my CZ Cub. No. <laughs> you could for a minute. And she's up, and we're landing. <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, I mean, they're not very big, so yes, I understand that. Yeah. So what you said is true, Fitz, that you, know, it's, you could just work the numbers to get longer flight time or whatever, but also if you're starting out with more voltage, you have that capacity that if you want to pull more amps, that you could get more power. And it'll be interesting yeah. to see how much power these pull. But watching the video, it definitely is not short of power by any stretch. 
So I think there's some sort of balance in there where you're going to get more power than you could have or would have with a 3S or 4S system, but it's not outrageous. So you still the higher decent volt, times. The higher voltage can allow you to spin the prop faster. You can turn yeah. to higher RPMs. Uh, with yeah, a, it's still a 1200 kV motor, so it's not like yeah. it's you know, a slouch. Yeah. So, yeah, did they have a speed estimate on it? Because it looked like it'd be a, pretty much a screamer. I don't know. You should watch the video. That. Is there a video? I didn't even see a video. Yeah, there's a video around here somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, also video. one thing we haven't touched oh. upon, which I do like, is being able to break it down and put it in a backpack. Oh, yeah, that's a neat thing, too. It just kind of pulls apart and goes in a backpack. Oh, does it? Oh. Yeah. Okay, I found the video. And he just kind of so, lets go of it. doesn't even really throw it. When you want to go hiking with an airplane. Yeah. Did you see there's a picture of it with a, some sort of FPV set up on it, apparently? Yeah, I saw that, too. I don't know if I would do that, but I guess it, the... Capability is there if you want it. Oh, so sorry. I watched the video. It's got decent speed, but he pulled a lot of G's. Did like a ninety degree turn up, right. straight up. Well, that's Kike flying it. So yeah, what do you want? And this one says it comes with a flight control system. Yeah, it's got a, a gyro system. Which it says is, it's. Yeah. By the way, it says it's more than a gyro. <laughs> that's in parentheses. <laughs> it's a gyro and a gyro. <laughs> So it looks like it's got a good speed range. Those rudders look really effective. It's sort of a flat spin for a second. Yeah, there's one part in the video where he's doing a super fast flat spin as if it had vectored thrust. So I'm not quite sure how he's doing that because I don't believe the plane itself has vectored thrust. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah. Looks nice. We like flying wings. It's got a, it can fly really slow. It can also fly pretty fast. Yeah. FPV capable, working rudders. Oh, he's doing a knife edge. Yeah, that. a knife edge with a flying wing. That's you doing a knife edge uh, circuit. Yeah. Wow. Color me impressed. <laughs> so going back to the flight control board slash gyro slash whatever else it's uh, claiming to be. That slicer and dicer. Right. It's It can't be used with regular pulse width modulation receivers. You have to have an S-bus type thing. Uh, okay. So whether it's a Spectrum satellite or a Futaba S-Bus or high-tech S-Bus, whatever. So it integrates with that. I don't think high-tech has an S-Bus, does it? I think they do, yeah. Do they? Yeah. I think uh, some of the Optimas have S-Bus capability. So anyway, it, and somebody mentioned before that it has lights inside. So you could, I presumably, fly it at night. It'd be a pretty fast mover for night flying, but why not? No, it slows down pretty good. He had a, he did a pass running actually pretty slow. Yeah, it's there, but. And it says here, I don't know if you saw this too, Terry. It's, if you add an extra servo, you can have speed brakes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I wonder where so they are. Is there a separate aileron and elevator? Did I read that? Or maybe oh, no, no. Blue? It's uh, the, I remember now, the rudders can turn inward. Oh, I that see it. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, sort of a crow rudder thing. Yeah. That would be interesting to see. And I might, I might be wrong. It may not be that you need to have an extra servo. It just says channels 5, 6 plus for speed brakes, 7 yeah. plus for speed brakes, and switchable LEDs. Okay. Okay, so so the, the rudders will be on separate channels to do the crow speed brake thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like yeah. Kiki had fun playing with this guy. <laughs> yes, I think so. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so uh, you know the power system is what initially got my attention with it, but when yeah. you look at it, it's actually got some uh, other clever little features. So these are not in the country yet, 
So I have not seen one in real life. Um, but I think they're supposed to arrive in December. Yep, December 2020. One ninety nine ninety nine, and at that price, it's plug and play. So you still need to add a receiver and one of those success battery options. And it looks like they come in orange or yellow. Hmm. Flexinnovations. Dot. Yeah. Com. You seem to have quite a lineup of inventory of uh, model types. Are I you looking at the rest of the site? Yeah, I think we talked about the F one hundred, right? That they came out ninety millimeter. Yeah, yeah, it's it really looks nice. good. Uh, 120 cc Mamba. Wow, <laughs> you're just <laughs> scrolling, now, aren't you? Uh, and they got. Uh, wait, I guess. Now, wait, are we getting paid from Flex Innovations? Because it sounds like Fitz is doing a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we should. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we've talked. We've talked about their aircraft before. And but Terry, didn't you have? Didn't you review the uh, little uh, VTOL? Yeah, the FV31. I've still got it here next to me. It also had one, I don't know if it's the same flight controller, but it had some sort of gyro built into it mm. that helped you transition from hover into forward flight and what they called uh, magic mode or something like that in between. Yeah. And it also had to use an S-Bus receiver, but it all worked out fine. Yeah, I've flown their FlexJet a few times. It's also really nice. It's a little bit, it's different than a typical EDF. Uh, you got to sort of reprogram yourself and how you fly it, but it's actually really nice, really easy to fly. What's different about it? Well, it's not it's not a high speed jet. It's not something oh, you can zip okay. around the sky and, and and bore holes into clouds. But it excels at low speed aerobatics and uh, that kind of stuff. It's really good, really easy to fly, and of course, it does wheelies when you land. Oh right, I remember you talking about that now. Yeah, holding the nose wheel off the ground. Yeah, it's really yeah. neat to do that. <laughs> Everybody goes, whoa. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just funny because it's not going very fast, but you can hold the wheels off. And I guess they got a turbine? Is that what that is? Wow, it's big. F-16. Yeah, we talked about that before. Fit, sometimes you have the memory of a fish. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking of finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Dory. I'm going to start calling Fitz Dory. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, old age, I guess. And uh, I thought it was interesting that we're going back to the Piranha now. It uses a square propeller. It's an APC six and a half by six and a half. What is it? Yeah. So typically you would think that you're going to be stalled until the thing really gets moving. But like you said, the launch looks easy enough. And so it's getting plenty of thrust there. Yeah. Yeah. Some unique things here that I will be interested to examine message Spock I'm wondering if that means he's going to get one and review it hmm. I didn't say that <laughs> I didn't hear that <laughs> out of my mouth but you did not not say it we'll, we'll stay I'm, tuned <laughs> what where am I <laughs> <laughs> all right so, all right let's move on to something else all right well we were talking drones. Apparently something happened in the drone world recently. I think, Lee, you've got the scoop on this. Well, we got an, uh, actually, I, I didn't come upon this until we received an email from a listener that asked if we had heard about this $182,000 fine the FAA uh, stamped on a gentleman from uh, Philly. Wait, how much? $182,000. Pennies? <laughs> Deleros. <laughs> Holy yes. moly. Yeah. FAA wants Holy to Denaro. get paid. 
Yeah. Somebody's getting paid up there, isn't it? Somebody needs <laughs> a new Porsche. It's funny you say that because like I've I, I've clipped uh, excuse me I flipped through a couple of videos that are, people have talked about this and they're all saying oh the FAA is just trying to get money from us and. I'll tell you, I I think that's a huge fine, and it's not. You know what? Here's the thing: we uh, I'm looking at this this guy's channel. It's Philly Drone Life, and the one that really made me <laughs> mad was the guy who was flying uh, in front of the darn uh, Blue Angels. And if someone was supposed mm-hmm. to be fined 182 thousand dollars, it should have been that guy who yeah. was you know, flying in the in, in basically a TFR. You know, definitely don't be flying next to the Blue Angels. But I digress. This guy got slapped with the fine. And, it, and I'm going to be honest, guys. I, I just started researching this. I'm sure the, the drone forums are all ablaze and more people have done more research. I will mention a, another video I did see on YouTube. But this guy supposedly had been warned several times and had ignored it. And his videos, and I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying it's out there. Philly Drone Life, P-H-I-L-L-Y-D-R-O-N-E-L-I-F-E Philly. on YouTube. Uh, a lot of videos of him flying BVLOS and at night. And those are like the two big no-nos, especially if you don't have a Part 107. But you can't even do that. visual line of sight. Yes. Thank but you. even if you have a Part 107, you can't do that. You know, so this guy uh, is saying he doing he's doing it for recreation. He's not a Part 107 pilot, but he's making money on YouTube hosting these videos. And I don't want to get too much more into it. Do I think $182,000 outrageous? I do. But if you keep doing it and the FAA tells you to stop or if they've warned you and you're still doing it, you're going to get hit with something like this to get your attention. Now, Go ahead, Derek. Well, yeah, they're doing it to get everybody else's attention. Oh, right? heck yeah. They're going to make an example of somebody. and Yeah. <laughs> I was just doing that in quotes, Terry. Set as an example. Yeah. <laughs> See Philly Drone Life. Um, Russ from 51 Drones. We like him. He's been on our show before. Um, he had mentioned, and by the way, I'll send the link to you, Terry, that you can link this for the podcast when it's released. But he had a nice video. He, Hello, what? Russ has not been on the show. Uh, we've talked to Russ. We've, we we've know talked Russ, to him. But I'm he's sorry, not talked on the to show. him. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I, it felt like he was on the show. Yeah. We had a nice little conversation with him. And uh, I like his videos a lot. Uh, I think he's a, a pretty down-to-earth drone pilot. Oh, I said that. Uh, <laughs> something came <laughs> up in my throat when I said that. Uh, you take a shower now? <laughs> I do. I feel, I feel dirty. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he had a nice video that talked about, here are the things you need to you know, do to not be, get on the FAA's radar. <laughs> it's like, don't fly over people. You know, don't fly dangerously. Um, you know, have all your information ready. You know, have a flight plan. And, it, and I, I won't go into details. It's a good video. He, but he mentioned this and he goes, as far as I know, no one who's been slapped with a huge fine from the FAA has ever paid the full fine. Usually, and again, it's that uh, attention grabber, get the word out. Hey, buddy, you you could this could happen to you kind of mentality. And hopefully this guy will negotiate either with lawyers or whatever to get the fine down and then reevaluate his life. Well, um, even if they knock off 90% of it, that's still <laughs> bail. a lot of money. Well, I, but he's making money and he... and. You know what? Here, this is, oh gosh, I, I'm going to do this. Okay, guys. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, but I'm doing it. Step lightly. <laughs> I, I, okay. Oh God. I, shield. I, I, shield. Make the I, decisions, Lee. <laughs> you know, it's, it's me. Y'all, everybody who knows the show knows me. Here comes Lee. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the FA rant. This has actually has nothing to do with the FAA. When I f- saw this guy's video and I you know, started reading this article, 
I mean, the first thing out of my mouth was he cannot be a part 107 pilot, and he's not. But then he says in his video, and this is the part that just wrecked my memory, he's like pleading to the listeners or the viewers that, you know, I thought when you fly a DJI that you can't take off unless they know it's okay. So if I push that button, I'm assuming it's okay I can fly. And my head just sank into my palm and I was just shaking. Like you cannot, you can't be an adult and think that's it. Okay. Yeah, you kind of touched on, I did watch a little bit of his video, but I could only stand about two or three minutes of it before I had to bail. Uh, eat, because uh, you, know. you had something else to do or because you were yeah, there was some ice pick for your ears? <laughs> because uh, you wanted to breathe. Yeah, both. Um, He's about as subtle as a, as a train wreck. There was some grass growing somewhere that I needed to watch. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, it's his style and it's his channel, and I'm a fellow YouTuber. I'm not trying to... Um, Criticize yeah, I'm sure his him. communication resonates with some people. I get it. I it, find it hard to listen to and understand. Agree. I it did not resonate with me, and it did seem like he was uh, a child in an adult's body watching it. Oh, there was a great comment that I wanted to like, and I was like, "I'll I'll be good." But some guy just said, "Would you please man up?" <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he was right. I mean, the guy was acting like a child, and and. I just didn't understand it. And you know what? This is, boy, this is coming out of my mouth too. I heard him plead about wanting to have fun flying his drone, that he does this for recreation. And I I understand that because I could hear my own voice talking, not not his way, but I heard my own words about how passionate I am about flying model airplanes and how I feel that the FAA is being unjust to those of us who are flying for recreation. Now, granted, I'm not flying over people. I'm not flying at night. I'm not flying BVLOS. So I think they're totally two. You cannot compare the two together. His, what he was doing, I feel, is a much higher risk than when I go to the flying field and, or if I go to a park and I'm flying in circles. You know, I, I feel like I'm might, much safer and I'm, I'm in charge. I actually am the pilot in command versus what he's doing, hoping and praying that the technology works. Well, um, it's not my fault I enjoy skeet shooting in my front yard. <laughs> my hobby. Get off my back. This is my property. Your property's a, you're you're across the street. I'm over here. If you don't like my bullets on your you can knock them down. I don't know how that's going. Um you can pick them but up. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. I didn't like his style. It, it doesn't it doesn't There are no me. good guys in this story. I, oh, that's it, good, that's I don't good. think so. I mean we're not saying the FAA is right in doing this, but oh, at the same time he yeah. seems to have made himself an easy target. Well, and again, let's, let me try this for you guys, because this is where I ask questions to the two of you. Which one was worse? The guy, was it, was it in Minneapolis? The guy who flew the drone next to the Blue Angels, or this guy? I, I don't know enough of this guy's backstory to really comment on that. Although I can say with pretty good confidence that the person flying in front of the Blue Angels is a danger to society. Yeah, but... Reckless. More specifically, did do you know what specifically they were hammering this guy for, the Philadelphia guy? Well, it appears, I mean, it's a combined uh, fee. So there's like 120, if I'm not mistaken, 120 charges. Yeah, I think they, for whatever charge it is of flying over people or in an unauthorized area, and then they just counted the number of times they could def- yeah, see imagine, that in the videos. Imagine having a, a police chase, and you're also charged with every stop sign and red light you run. Right. Okay, so I mean, it sounds like that's kind of what they've done here. So I think the, the fee is outrageous. Do I think he deserved something? Uh, and you know what? I talked to Terry about this, but um, Terry, who Casey Neistat, 
I don't know whatever happened. I don't know the final outcome. We know that the FAA had knocked on his door, and they we know that there was some discussion about him flying around New York and so forth. I don't know what became of it, and quite frankly, I haven't seen Casey's videos in many months because uh, I know he's moved to L.A. and I think you know he's changed his, his platform. But uh, you know, I knew what he was doing probably wasn't a good idea, and we all felt he was going to get a knock. Well, this guy, it sounded like he got several knocks, and he just chose to ignore it. So are we sure about that? That the FAA said, please don't, please don't, and then find him? I'm, I'm not sure, but because I told you, I've, I've just seen, you just kind of clicking other, you might like this video, uh, other people mentioning that this was not the, you know, it wasn't a one-time deal. It was that he had been in touch with him before. So how long yeah. before? I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a much more rational approach. But yeah, I guess there's probably a lot more to the story than we're aware of. Yeah. But that that was the story, folks. If you haven't heard, and boy, I feel like we haven't given you the exact news, but we'll put links on the. Do we ever? (laughs) We do sometimes. Let's be honest. But I'm 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 putting up a little flag here and saying this is what I've heard. This is what I've seen on YouTube. Uh, Obviously, I I do think he has done something wrong. Does the fine represent the the crime? No, I don't think so at all. Um, And it does. It's going to come up. You know what? This is all going to come up again in the next few months when. Ever the FAA rolls out remote ID. Uh, this might change everything. And for this poor guy, and don't know him personally, but, you know, his whole, um, what do you call it? His case against DJI saying, I shouldn't be, able, you know, I shouldn't fly if DJI, you know, DJI lets me fly. You know, whenever that remote ID comes down, a lot of people are going to find out their DJAs aren't flying. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't the button working? <laughs> Why can't I fly downtown at night? <laughs> well, I mean, that's not an insult to anybody, but that kind of goes to the core of every time we have these discussions about how drones are impacting the rules for everybody. It comes back to that, that when you have the autopilot and the GPS and you press the button, it does everything for you. You're kind of releasing your responsibility to whatever mastermind behind the curtain is making this magic happen. So... While the three of us know better and most of our listeners know better, I can see where he would make that mental leap. Okay. He went to Best Buy one day knowing nothing about drones, came home and was flying, right? So there's some magic there. Well, and I'm going to reach out. You know what? This... I'm actually, I'm not angry about this. I'm very curious to how people really think about this. Um, Cause normally I'm considered the anti-drone guy. I don't mean to be anti-drone. I, I, I've said this before. I've always thought about doing aerial photography and I've do, I've done it with a fixed wing. I uh, just not pursued it further in my business with a, uh, a multi-rotor, but I'd like to know what you guys think. Those of you who are listening, if you have an opinion and really, I don't care which side you're on, um, We'll we'll have this posted on our Facebook page. If you don't use Facebook, then just email us your comment at contact at rcroundtable.com. I'd just like to know what you think. And if you actually have uh, more personal information about this guy or if you know of anybody else who's been fined, I'm just curious how it's being approached right now. Okay. So uh, let's, well, I guess you, Lee, stay on top of it. Report back. I will. I'm... <clears throat> I, I will. I'll, I'll try to suck up more minutes than fits on this guy's videos. <laughs> I'll try to do it on an empty stomach. And Philly Drone Life, if you're listening, if you hear our message, just turn the volume down a little and uh, take a breath and uh, your message will come across much more clear, I think. 
That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs are bad. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know, but that's just how I felt. He just <laughs> seems like an excitable fella who's been excited every time I've seen him. I hope people don't see me that way. I just... <laughs> I hope that's not me. I digress. All right, well, we'll wrap that up. Fitz, any last words? Nope, I got nothing to say. <laughs> okay. How about a break, Fitz? All right, let's take a break while he cools down, and we'll be right back. So many lines, so many parentheses, slashes, dashes, numbers, letters. Woo, woo. It, just can I fly here or not? Am I supposed to be here? Am I not? Guys, when you take off with a, uh, a, a, uh, a, uh, when you turn on a DJI drone, sometimes if you're in a, uh, in an area that quote, you know, class B or something, it'll say, do you take responsibility for this flight? And then there's a box that comes up. Well, I thought when you check that box, you're good. So, Lee, how's that uh, 150 cc engine running? 196. 196. CC. But CC. you're right; it's probably 150 after all the miles on it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking about? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Fitz, take us down that road. That long. Long <laughs> So I get a message from Lee. He says, hey, I know where some good stuff is. And so. I, oh, no, I think the message was, are you awake? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> it was early Saturday morning. <laughs> so one thing led to another, and we ended up driving, at least in my case, an uh, hour and a half. Lee, I think you, you were two hours. I was two hours. To Beaumont, Texas. Lumberton, Texas. Just oh, okay. north of Beaumont. People barely know what Beaumont is, much less Lumberton. A stone's throw from Louisiana. So, Terry, we went on a road trip this past weekend. And we didn't tell you, you about it. you guys kept it secret all week. That's right, we did. We did. You little scoundrels. Right. And tell me more. <laughs> and we would tell you the basement stories, but they don't allow basements here in Texas. Yeah. So, <laughs> this so is a garage story. My automatic assumption is that you kept it secret because you got a gift for me. So now I'm very anxiously awaiting to hear what you bought me. You, it, There could be a gift for you, but you'll have to wait till the end of the conversation. Fine. <laughs> I, think, I think Vince knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Then proceed. So I, I can't believe this. I actually felt like I was a. Uh, I had. Uh, well, it was Terry was uh, like a ghost and supporting me on this because I got an alert in Facebook Marketplace of an RC estate sale, and I've never had one of those before. <laughs> I was like, saw all these planes in a driveway, and the the post was like just the day before, and I saw all these golden jewels sitting on the, the driveway there and several photos of new in box planes and I texted Fitz and said hey I, I see this I think it's worth going they may have the whole thing for sale as an estate we might you know maybe good to put a couple thousand dollars together and buy the whole thing there's a trailer I was like I've always wanted a big trailer maybe I can get the trailer too I said stand by your phone I'll, I'll be back and unfortunately it took a while to get responses but I, I did get one from the uh, the uh, I say the widow she's remarried but this was her uh, ex-husband's estate that 
had been there for a while and they're finally like putting everything away and she said yeah it's here we've had people already come by and buy stuff but you know we still have a lot here so come on over so i called fitz and said i'm heading over there i called our friend nathan who happened to still live in Beaumont, because I remembered that. I said, hey, Nathan, I'm going to head up to Lumberton. It's not too far from me. Would you mind meeting us there? Maybe you could scope out stuff for us. So, again, two-something hours later, I show up. Fitz and Nathan are already in the trailer uh, looking through planes. Uh, It's raining, so the weather wasn't very good. But there were still planes there. Some of the planes were gone. Uh, But, Fitz, maybe I'll jump to you now. Tell me what you saw when you first got there, or what caught your eye. Uh, I'm not sure, because the... Um, just a couple guys looking at a really nice biplane. Not sure what, some sort of wacko. Was that the wacko, the yellow and black one? Yeah. Yeah, didn't it sell, though, as soon as I got there? Yeah, before you got there. I think they were. Um, and, um, also, there were a lot more engines. Oh, my goodness. Before you got there. There was, there was a bunch there, but when I pulled up, uh, a guy had basically just took, like, two big stacks of engines and gave the lady a wad of money and just walked off with them. I was like, dang. <laughs> Gasoline engines or glow? Um, I think a mixture. They look like yeah. they're all new in a box. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, to give you a quick rundown, I did talk with the, the, the lady. Her name was Cindy. And she said he had uh, been in the hobby for about 10 years and flew out at the Beaumont, one of the clubs out in Beaumont. And he did. He had a good eclectic uh, variety of uh, glow and gas and electric uh, planes and uh, several new in box glow engines. They had a couple of Sato four cycles that I was looking at. They were so pretty and shiny, but I was like, I don't have anything to put them in. <laughs> I'd love to just you know give you a dollar for each, but that would be not right. <laughs> um, but it, it was it, <laughs> it was, made me feel bad because when I got home and looked at my workshop, I was like, man, my workshop is just as messy as his because <laughs> we were just digging through drawers and stuff. And you know, basically, you said you know everything that's anything that's RC is is for sale. And Fitz and Nathan and I were just basically making boxes of cords and, oh, (laughs) sorry, I wrote this down because Fitz, what was one of the favorite tools that you got that we just started laughing? Because you picked up, you put it back and then you went back and said, you know what? I might need this. (laughs) (laughs) They were the hemostats from hell. (laughs) Those suckers were about two feet long. (laughs) Gosh. They were... It was it was more than a foot. Yeah. That's all I know. Was, They're probably about fifteen inches or something like that. Oh but my they gosh. were really long. It's like he, he, <laughs> he picked it up out of the drawer. You looked at it and you laughed. You put it back in the drawer and then like the the gear started turning in his head. He went back and grabbed it and says, I could use that. <laughs> it was great. But it was. It was a very long pair of hemostats. <laughs> I don't think oh, I've ever seen hemostats that long. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> These could be useful. Well, I'll I'll tell you what I grabbed in the in the garage. We were helping out, trying to help them organize. But um, he had several new in box Turnigy graphene packs, uh, lipo packs, three S twenty one hundreds or twenty two hundreds. Excuse me. Yeah. And they're interestingly packed. They're like wrapped in a box with a strap. You open the box, it like folds open, and everything's foam and you know sweetly tied together. It's like you know it's magical. Like- lipos it's like jewelry or something it, it was bling <laughs> definite bling i picked up five of those because i just grabbed them all got a power supply some servos uh, i guess one thing that i i got that i was like kind of excited because they're usually pretty expensive was a set of uh, e-flight retracts okay oh, so nice. you did get the retracts 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I did pay her for those um, and some miscellaneous connectors. But what um, <laughs> we kind of jumped over just for fun, but you really haven't got, gotten us back, Terry, is that the first thing I bought was not an airplane. Okay. <laughs> there is a mini bike sitting in the driveway getting wet. And I was talking to a lady and she said, you know, everything's for sale. And I looked and said, well, so is that for sale? And she looked at me and she goes, I'm pretty sure it is. And my eyes just glossed over. <laughs> I mean, I had been looking for one for the kids so we could have a tow retrieval line at the, the flying field. Ah. And I actually got close to buying one at a swap meet uh, this year at our club. Uh, I think the guy wanted way too much for his because his was beat up really bad. But I was looking at this little, it's like a, like I, some people call them fat boy mini bikes. <laughs> but uh, Coleman makes these uh, mini bikes. I think they're called like C200, CU200s. Uh, Are they antique or fairly new? No, 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 no. I mean, this one, this one's about 10 years old, but they've okay. been around for a while. The Coleman is rare, costs about 700 bucks, has a six horsepower engine on it, a centrifugal clutch. Anyway, big fat tires, looks like a golf cart tire. And they're just fun. And it was just sitting there. And I said, well, can you tell me about it? And she goes, well, you know, the the kids, the grandkids used to ride it. It hasn't been running in years. Um, You know, and it was, well, what do you think of the condition, Fitz? It was pretty worn. Mostly looked like from neglect, really, than anything. It wasn't beat up. It was just something that's just been sitting for a while. and Lots of of rust. Yeah, Yeah. rust and chrome. It it kind of uh, oxidized, that kind of stuff. Well, she she said, let me check. She called her son, son-in-law, I guess. I don't know how, how that worked, that relationship worked out, who was at uh, another location and she uh, came the back. Oh, the old let me talk to my manager routine. Yeah, well, I, we'll get to him in a second. What's uh, it going to take to put you in this mini bike today, Mr. Ray? Well, <laughs> let's just say that I paid her immediately. It was the first thing I bought. She gave me a price. I didn't even barter. I figured I'd have time to barter with other things that they had in the uh, place. In fact, I did have to talk her into giving me a blanket <laughs> from the garage <laughs> to put on top of it because it was wet and all. But that darn thing fit in my Suburban. And just to jump ahead. Well, my car fits in your Suburban. <laughs> uh, to jump ahead because I won't take too long. I, I, I had a motorcycle as a kid. I had so much fun. I've had several motorcycles and haven't had one in a long time. And I'd love to have my kids you know, ride one. We talked about you know for the high start. But I got this thing uh, on Saturday. Sunday, I spent all day working on it. The chain was rock solid rusted. I mean, it was <laughs> it was a stick. So I had soaked that in Marvel Mist Royal. And I just, you know, little by little, I had only put $15 worth of money into it. And I got it running after nice. just cleaning it up and taking it down. Right. And luckily, I had all, like, all the oil and stuff. So $15 worth of parts, and I got it running. What, what and, kind of parts? Uh, spark plug. Okay. Uh, oil. Because mm-hmm. I had all the uh, lubricant oil, and I think that was it. Maybe one other like screw or something, but that was it. And it just again, I had to disassemble it and get it cleaned up. And the <laughs> the uh, centrifugal clutch was frozen solid. But anyway, I digress. Mm. Got it working. Uh, the chain was still soaking. So yesterday um, afternoon, I pulled it up and got it running. <laughs> And, I've, and both kids have already learned how to ride the mini bike. <laughs> and they both are just, I've got great pictures. I'll post them in the collage. But it is neat to see my kids just having one heck of a time riding this in our cul-de-sac. And just going, this is so much fun, Dad. It's the And I, I guess I could say how much I spent. Is that Because I thought I got a, my money's worth. I spent $200 for this mini bike. Okay. 
And yes. first, when I was struggling with it, getting it running, I was like, I'm not getting my $200 back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> This is not fun. But I'll tell you, I have superseded that cost now in smiles and wheeze. <laughs> you know, both kids have made me feel like it was definitely worth the investment. And as soon as I started putting them to work to like retrieve the tow line, all will be done. <laughs> My mission will be complete. But I just thought that was interesting. You know, you go for model airplanes, holy smokes, you know, out of the blue, I say this. And and this is the best part, Fitz. I know I've been texting you and Nathan because I haven't been able to share my joy with uh, Terry. But... I've showed the little mini bike to three of my neighbors, three other guys around my age. And boy, all three are jealous. They're like, oh, I want one of those. And they're all telling me their stories about their childhood when they had a go-kart or when they had a mini bike. And so these guys are like, just like, I want to ride that. That looks so much fun. So now I'm like, I'm, I'm making them jealous with a very, very beat up $200 mini bike. Maybe so you get tickets. Yeah, I'm going to say, sell tickets, make your money back. Rent it out. Well, you know what? I honestly feel if I put this thing for sale, I'd get my money back, no doubt. I think it, I mean, but I'm not going to sell it. I mean, this is so much fun. So anyway, uh, that's what I got. I had, I had fun. But uh, the ad showed several cool planes and there was a Seagull P-47 that I wanted. Uh, that it's a 60 size P-47. He had a bigger one, a silver one. We weren't sure what brand it was until later when we went to this, this warehouse where the other guy was, Ed, um, to look at other planes. But the one plane I wanted to buy was the big red and white Hangar 9 Pawnee, the big gas Pawnee. I forget the size of it. I don't have the specs on it. It's a huge gasoline Pawnee. It was at least eight inches or more. Oh, it was big. It was huge. Yeah. Um, did you ever see that one, Terry? You know what I'm talking about? I think it was. I think it's a, like a Pawnee Brave because it's got a square tail on it. It sounds familiar. Let me see if I can pull but, it real quick. Yeah, I'm not well acquainted with it. Because I have the, uh, I think this is the ADCC. Yeah, it was the ADCC Pawnee. That's a big airplane. 130 inches. And I saw that there. I was like, you know what? I'd love to have that because I love my my Hangar 9 Pawnee, my little, you know, my small one. And as soon as I got there and we met Ed and I saw it sit there, going, that's what I'm here for. He goes, I just sold it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh. You know what the worst part? And for any of those guys out there who, this is the the part that's going to suck. If you know this plane, it's a huge plane. He sold it for $275. And I would wow. have paid more. Yeah. Receiver ready, I think, right? <laughs> had, it had a gas engine in it, too. I mean, just right there alone, you've paid for the gas engine. And I looked at him and said, I would have paid you more. And I just, oh. Well, just, that kind of oh. <laughs> destroyed your negotiations for any other plane there. It did. It did. But you know what? I'll speed things up. I'll just say, because I want Terry, uh, I want Fitz to mention what he uh, got. But I also saw, and I, my son doesn't listen to the podcast, so this, this is for Christmas. Um, I wanted to get him the RV8, the Hangar 9 RV8, because our former Scoutmaster is building an RV10. And I just thought this would be fun for us to build together and then invite our Scoutmaster out to the field. Full-scale you know, RV10. The, he's he's building a full-scale, yes. Okay. But we got the RV8 to put together. So I got that new in box, and I got the Seagull P47. He had it. Fitz was very helpful in helping me decide between the large P-47, which was an ESM, but it was just the, the plane, and the Thunderbolt, uh, the excuse me, the Seagull, which really didn't need much more work to put together. So I, I opted to go ahead and just get the, uh, the Seagull version. The sad part is, uh, after I got home, Fitz, I realized there's no, um, 
the uh, gear doors are not there, and I don't have the bombs. And that would have been cool. So I might have to bombs? have you help me. It, it, yeah, looking at the box here, it has some pretty cool looking bombs and the guns. Oh, by the way, my son really picked on me for that. Ryan goes, Dad, you can't fly a P-47 without guns. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> so I'll have to do some, get my 3D printer up and active. But yeah. anyway, uh, yada, yada, yada. Went there, bought some stuff. Fitz's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me uh, itemize here. You've got a mini bike and a P-47. Partially built. RV8. Oh, and the RV8 new in box. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and some did, assorted goodies. Did you have small things in a box? Oh, yeah. The retracts, the oh, right, batteries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and the batteries. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you did all right. Worth a two hour drive, it sounds like. You know what was also fun? And I'm just going to jump ahead. Sorry, Fitz. Rooting through somebody else's stuff? No, I think what also made this trip well worth it. And I'm sorry you didn't get this, Terry, when you go get your deals. But Nathan, Fitz, and I went to a Euro shop. <laughs> that was recommended to us, the little Greek place. And okay. we must have sat there for an hour and a half. Yeah. Just jabbering on and having a great time. And that made the trip worth it. Yeah, yeah. We had a nice nice conversation with uh, Nathan and just kind of hung out and chatted about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness kind of stuff. Nice. And models. And planning how you're going to keep this thing secret from me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, planning, scheming is probably more like it. <laughs> I didn't see anything for you. Of course you didn't. <laughs> Fitz, how about you? What did you buy for me? Uh, like Lee, I got some some goodies, some random stuff. I think I picked up a couple of servos, a whole mess of servo wires because I make my own uh, servo extensions and stuff. So it was really nice to get some nice heavy-duty servo wires. Um, oh, there was uh, What else did I get? I got a remote glow igniter module. Which seems odd for me, but I never had one. I thought I might put it to use on one of my glow planes. Um, a bunch of coverings. She had some Hangar 9 Ultra Coat. Like a box of some random colors. For oh, real that's cheap. nice. Yeah. Uh, new, some new new rolls. So I was like, yeah, I'll grab that. Sure. Uh, just some, some odds and ends in the box. Some spinners, some aluminum spinners. Nice. True turn. Yeah, for a real good price, you know. Just oh, yeah, that's right. I remember seeing you get that. I was like, oh, that's a $20, $30 spinner right there. Yeah, was yeah. stuff already priced, or did you make offers on things? Mostly it's make offers. I think they had some of the kits were pre-priced, but a lot of stuff is just thrown in a box, and you kind of make her an offer, and she kind of look at it and mull it over and say, okay, well, you know, yes <laughs> wait or no. Or yeah. Wait. yeah, yeah, she was very reasonable. It's a very nice that's lady. Good. So we made reasonable offers, and... I didn't try to lowball or anything like that. Yeah, that can be tough sometimes with estate sales because yeah. say it's something they bought 10 years ago or like a 72 megahertz radio they paid 500 bucks for and they still have mm. the receipt. You're like, well, it's not really worth anything anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It's hard to, to toe that line of being respectful and getting a decent price for it sometimes. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Um, but, uh, you know, I... I of course, I had to get a plane. Yeah. Japanese or German? Japanese. Okay. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, um, in the in the remote uh, location we had went to see all the planes, they had one of those Fly Zone Zeros. Oh, those are good airplanes. Yeah, that's what Lee says. Like, get, you got to get this. See, I was sort of on the fence, but then Lee basically is a bad influence on me. 
So. Terrible influence. <laughs> Lee, did you end up with my old one? You know what? Yeah. You know okay. what? Fitz, the last time I suckered you in an airplane, it was a zero. You know, I was going to say, I, I have at least half a dozen zeros now. Yeah. Is that really that hard to talk Fitz into a zero? <laughs> well, you know, but wait a minute. This is this is great because I had no intention of having this conversation. But Fitz, you guys said to me when we were in that work uh, warehouse or whatever, the storage facility, to not get the Hangar 9 FU Corsair because I had enough Corsairs. And yet I talked you into getting another zero. <laughs> another damn zero. <laughs> At least this is the early model zero. This is A6M2, which had, actually has a noticeable difference in the cowl. <laughs> but yes, Fitz, uh, Terry, I have yours. I love it. And I told Fitz right off the bat, he's like, that's worth a hundred bucks right there. And I said, yeah. you know why? Because that bomb is, is discontinued. You can't get that bomb anymore. That's yeah. 30 bucks in the box. You know, I didn't realize it, but I guess the bomb has a servo release. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. You're welcome. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the earlier kits that was three or four S capable out of the box without even changing the prop. Nice. Yeah, 4S. Yeah, once you fly it on 4S, you forget 3S. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Terry, I was close to getting that Heather Hangar 9 Corsair because it's the H&M Corsair brother. Same thing, different box? Yep. And I just, uh, you know, I bought a minibike. (laughs) (laughs) Minibike or Corsair? Well, they both said, don't you have enough Corsairs? And even Ryan, by the way, fits when I got home and I mentioned that to Ryan. He goes, Dad, you have enough Corsairs. So (laughs) I guess you were right. Great minds think alike. (laughs) What's wrong with that kid? (laughs) He saw the mini bike. That's all he cared about. Oh, my God. Today he wrote it. Oh, my God. I love seeing him smile writing that thing. Yeah, the, not to step on Fitz, but the minibike is interesting because Fitz probably remembers when he and I went to Geneseo a couple of years ago at the free flight uh, Nats there, a lot of the free flight guys have uh, minibikes, electric bikes, and things like that to go retrieve their free flight models. Yeah, yeah, they were all over the place. Yeah. So, it was really cool to see. That's neat. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I what else did when you get I was a kid, I actually asked my parents for a minibike and they said, nah, no. <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyways i don't know no worries okay so you got a zero i assume it was ready to go new in the box oh so not even put together yeah not put together yeah fresh, yeah, fresh in the box how much oh, did that... you pay terry terry how much would you pay for a new in box fly zone zero and um, saying you wanted one not because you gave me one but if you saw one for sale how much would you would be a steal I'd probably tap out at 75 bucks. Oh, well, <laughs> I screwed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Lee. But no, I'm I'm the wrong person to ask because I've said before, and I'll continue to say, I'm a cheapskate, especially when it comes to airplanes. Well, let's say it wasn't much more than 75, so. <laughs> there okay. we go. I'd say he, he got a deal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I bundled it with my P47 and the RV8 to get the price I thought was adequate. So, But it's a great flying airplane. And it has the Great Plains Magic brushless motor. Oh, it's the... the and the, retracts. The one and has, electric retracts and the bomb yeah. release. Did it have flaps? I don't remember that part. Yeah, it has flaps. Flaps. Yeah, okay. It's a nice all-around airplane. You're going to like it. So I was thinking, because I have so many zeros, of clipping wing tips on this one. There you go. Make it Put a square. sidewinders on it. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a, there's a clip wing version of the zero. It was short-lived, oh. but it, it had square wing tips. That they try to get a little more speed out of it, but it killed the range. Yeah. Or you can I mean, make it a roof. Oh, seaplane, huh? Sure. Hmm. Well, maybe. It's an option. 
just to make it a little little different than all the other damn zeros I have. <laughs> You'd have to give up your bomb <laughs> drop, though. Uh, you can make it a float yeah. drop. That's true. I like the, the bomb drop. I think it'd be fun to to do. So, did zeros ever carry bombs in real life? Yeah, they did. Not very often, but they they did have. Um, usually, it was a drop tank that they carried. But um, I know that they stuck some on. I think for kamikazes and on and on rare occasions, they stuck a bomb on for tactical strikes. Gotcha. Okay. So, but that's a base, basically it. I, I got away kind of light. Uh, I didn't really and really long hemostats. And really long hemostats, yeah. We can really reach want, out and touch somebody with those. So you can I pick your friends' gold pesos. <laughs> <laughs> Never know, you might need a long rheostat to go reach down into a fuselage or something. He so. should, like, wear that around his neck, like bling. <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool the next, to my hemostats. The next flying event, because everybody need a hemostat? <laughs> anybody, anybody drop a screw? I don't even have to bend down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a neat thing. And I was actually more happy with the little niblets than the actual plane. I like to get, at this point, I'm more interested in tools and, and supplies than actual aircraft. I got enough Well, should, should we mention what Nathan did? I don't think I'd get him in trouble. I mean, sure his did, wife found out, right, when he got home. <laughs> she do? doesn't listen to the podcast. Well, you know Nathan? how to build the drama. <laughs> now I'm in trouble. All right. <laughs> Nathan, quick, turn the radio off before your wife hears this. Uh, Nathan actually saw a, a plane. I don't remember which Hangar 9. This guy loved Hangar 9 planes, by the way. Uh, but Nathan was in the driveway putting a plane together, you know, see if he had all the parts. But then while Fitz and I were looking, perusing, we saw that RCGS twin engine. Right, oh, Fitz? yeah, yeah. Yeah, RCGF, yep. 40cc yeah, twin yeah and big twin brand new in box and i don't know what i don't know what clicked in nathan's brain but he said you know what i want to swap the two and he sure did he he traded the plane back for the the brand new rcgf yeah well oh, he has a plane and, for it i think he said he had a um, extra or something he could put that in yeah i think he got a dle engine too out of that yeah he did he got a dle i think a 30cc yeah so he, he stacked up on engines yeah, I, and you know what? I just, I think the mini bike threw me for a loop because then all my thoughts and structure of what I wanted to buy went out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was not thinking straight because like, honestly, if I had you know reevaluated everything, I probably would have like kept the retracks, got the the thirty cc engine, and then you know picked up that uh, that ESM P forty seven. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> squirrel that was it <laughs> but uh terry i uh there's there's our little uh basement uh hunting story we picked up some airplanes we had a good time uh glad i found that i mean i, I was always jealous of you telling me about all these marketplace finds you got and i finally feel like i got one well you're gonna you're gonna find out the same thing that i'm finding out that once you've interacted on Marketplace, Facebook's algorithms get inside your brain, you're <laughs> going to start getting all these messages from the other sales around you and other <laughs> RC products. We, so, we, didn't find a, we didn't find anything within your mileage area, but this one's 600 miles away. <laughs> like, oh, well, but, hey, I'll just yeah. ship it. Well, hey there. Uh, yeah, it's a virus. <laughs> it, it only spreads. Well, it got me. I got hooked, so... All right, well, that's it. I mean, we I went way yeah. over than I was going to do, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, were there many nice people trip. there? No. When we were there, there were only like two other guys, and two other guys showed up at the storage facility, okay. um, and they they had been they had been there earlier because they came to pick up planes, ah. and one of them was that darn Your rat pawnee. bastard who stuck my pony. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was complaining that he didn't have room in his car for it. I was like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where you live. I'll take it there for you. 
would have been great. But I will say the family was great. I did take a photo, which I, uh, I don't know if Fitz, you were standing next to me when this happened, but this, there was one guy looking at a biplane, and the uh, her name was Cindy. She We were just chatting probably about the motorcycle, and this guy um, – was holding the plane and she goes you know what? this was one of my husband's favorite planes and she pointed to the cockpit she goes he made this pilot look like him and the guy i mean my heart warmed up you know <laughs> grew three sizes that day um <laughs> the guy looked at her and says would you like the pilot figure back and she goes oh could you do that and he goes no problem and he removed it and, and gave it to her and i took a picture of it it's just a great little you know yeah, little little guy with a white beard. It's just, it's cute, you know. I think that was that was neat. Yeah, was touching. So I probably had to put a little bald, fat guy in one of my planes. <laughs> you know, Wilson, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if the kids would keep it or not, but you know, I, I might as well stick one of myself somewhere. <laughs> so uh, no old Kyosho electrics there, huh? No Kyosho no, electrics. Sorry, sorry. there okay. was a. There was was that the Great Plains. Uh, Corsair we saw there was a oh yeah the little a, one yeah yeah beat up beat up and then yeah. when I realized there was like no servos or engine I was like eh <laughs> I'm not gonna buy foam yeah it didn't look so. like he was much into electrics maybe you dabbled yeah. in him a little bit but yeah mostly it was gas big gas stuff well right. I hope hoping the planes I, I didn't get are well taken care of and flown so <laughs> that's all I have to say about that well, congratulations, right. boys. Sounds like a productive Saturday. Yeah, it was. Maybe Fitz can have his uh, P, excuse me, his zero d- done by uh, Saturday. Yeah, we have the Pearl Harbor event coming up at, uh, is it Space City? Space City. Yeah, Space City RC Club here in Houston has, this is a neat event. It's they celebrate, well, maybe celebrate is the wrong word, but uh, commemorate, commemorate. The, commemorate the Pearl Harbor Day uh, with a free fly in a, it's, no fees are charged, and I think they, they feed you as well. Or at least they did last year. I don't know about this year. Uh, and it's sort of, it's a, they try to keep it more or less Pacific War themed. Um, but, of course, any Japanese warbirds. and American. Yeah, yeah Japanese American that flew in the Pacific. Pacific. Uh, but they don't turn you away if you show up with a, you know, a, you know, a, a I don't know, a hurricane we, or something. Yeah, we, jo- we joked about that because uh, there was some plane that someone was flying. It was like, I don't, was it a, I don't think it was a 337. Someone was flying something. We were just laughing. Fuck with like, 190 when, or when something. Did, <laughs> like, when, when did that one make it to the Pacific? But it was <laughs> not. It was not even close. Maybe even ugly stick or something. But uh, yeah, it's it's a really nice get together. Uh, Fitz, I think when we were there last year, you teamed up with what, six, seven, eight, maybe? Other Japanese? No, aircraft? I missed last year. I wasn't there. Really? Yeah. Because I remember well, hearing about it. They had a whole bunch of zeros show up. Because the year well, before, there weren't that many zeros. And last year, I, something happened. I couldn't make it. And I heard they had like a whole bunch of zeros show up. I was like, oh, yeah, now they show up when I'm not there. Well, then, did you fly your electric one there two years ago? Was yes. It? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I'm sorry. Then. Okay, well, I just got the two events mixed okay. up. But, yeah, they had a lot of zeros up there. I thought you were one of them. Okay. Well, you are you are coming this weekend, right? I plan on it. Yeah. Saturday, oh. right? Well, it's Saturday Sunday. and Sunday, but I'll I'll just probably be there Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I probably can't do two days. Uh so yeah, so the yeah, the the fly zone zero is nothing to put together. I took I looked at it in the box just I just need to change the battery connector and then bolt everything together real quick. I will bring mine and I will fly with you in formation. All right. All right, we'll show those round eyes a thing or two. 
You can drop the bomb. Yay! <laughs> I'll be your wingman. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Do me a favor. Take a lot of photos of that uh, if you can, because and measurement, so I can try to three D print one. The bomb? Yeah, I don't have. I, mine didn't. Oh. Terry lost mine. I did. <laughs> There's no bomb with it. Terry, you think? Oh. <laughs> it's okay. That's not Terry. like me. It flies great. So no, but if you uh, if you can do that, I'd I'd like to see if I can make another one. Yeah, you could probably find something on Thingiverse and maybe size it. And then or I have a friend of mine take pictures of it and take measurements. <laughs> or are you okay, fine. Or he just gives me his. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to alter his and clip the wings and yada yada. Mine's is his. So will this podcast be released before the, the event? Oh, that's not good. I don't know. We have a couple days, but... <laughs> Well, this is after event. Man, what a good time we had. Uh, this is great. I like how we're, we're recording this. We have no idea when it's being released. <laughs> we just hope it's before we go. So, But I, I did. Here we go. Here's our, our fix is that I did post the flyer uh, on our page. So hopefully some people already are aware of the event coming up. And if they're fans of the Space City RC Club and Texas Warbird Thunder, they'll, they'll know to show up. All right. And we'll post photos when we get there. Be there or be square. So speaking of posting things on Facebook, can I brag for a minute? You may. I'm kind of uh, still got my head in the clouds because I had my first viral post today. I and? posted a thing for Dubro that was about that uh, buggy that I converted. Oh, yeah. It was either late last year or early this year where I just put skis on it and put the motor out back with the propeller. I had not done anything with it until today, and it just blew up, like beyond my wildest expectations. Last I checked, which was a little while before we started recording, it had like 60,000 reaches, or had reached 60,000 people, it had 5,000 reactions, and like 150 shares, and I'm not sure what it is about it that really clicked, but it... It clicked. Must be all those Russians. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the one main thing is that it was shared by Horizon, and they have a huge social media following. Uh, so that helped a lot. But still, I I was really tickled to see that. It's well, funny. FYI, as of, as of right now, it has 181 shares. Okay. Wow. You know, somebody sent it to me to, as a direct message. Oh, really? He said, yeah, look at this. Why don't we try this? I'm like, you know where we live, right? <laughs> <laughs> only time it snows is when the apocalypse is coming so right. <laughs> so did you recognize it yeah yeah okay it had to oh, do yeah. grow stuff all over it i knew it was yours yeah i couldn't remember yeah. if we had talked about it before but i guess we, we had did. sent pictures of it before or something we did we talked yeah. about it yeah okay good job smithers yeah, yeah thanks uh, dumb luck but it's still fun to see when something like that takes off and yeah. Anyway, there's that. You gonna whip it on out? It snowed up there. Uh, yeah, today was our first uh, measurable snow all year, and that's actually still kind of early. But it's kind of like a slushy, and we'll see how much is left on the ground tomorrow. Oh. But yeah, uh, I'll get it back out. I'll play with it. I have a whole collection of snow toys now. I want to say, just have you read some of the comments or people's comments when they share it? 
Uh, if you want to get your head a little higher in the clouds. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, it's like on today's episodes of Things I Want But Probably Will Never Get Enough Time to Build. <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo Winter Project. Awesome. <laughs> oh, this is actually a really easy one. Sweet and awesome. This is rad. <laughs> it's radiated? That's pretty cool. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice a lot of people have complained that it uses a brushed motor. Well, I get it. That's the stock motor that it came with. I wanted to keep all the stock electronics, so I kept the brush motor, which is good enough. Yeah, it works, it works. Yeah, maybe I'll build an upgrade version, too. It's it's very nice. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Can I tell you about my old flying wing? Oh, Uh, yeah, the video you posted? Yeah, on our last episode, I mentioned that I had done some soldering of a Speed 400 motor for the first time in a long time, and that was for my Great Plains Slinger that I had recently picked up, and since then, I have actually flown it, and I flew it with a nickel metal hydride battery, actually. That wasn't my original plan. I wanted to keep the Speed 400, but I was ready to fly it with a two-cell LiPo, the problem I had was that none of my two-cell lipos would balance the airplane. Yeah, I was thinking I, about that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to hack up the plastic battery tray. I wanted to you know, try to keep that in one piece. And so after playing around with a few things, I'm like, you know what? I'll just go totally old school and get a, a two-thirds A nickel metal hydride battery for it, like I used to fly on my old Zaggies. And I was very surprised that I couldn't find one. Not only that I couldn't find a pre-made pack in the configuration that I needed, but I had trouble just finding loose two-thirds A cells. I mean, they were out there, but they were kind of overpriced and you know, not easy to get. <laughs> Someone putting them on eBay. These rare two-three cells. <laughs> yeah. Hard to find. Vintage. Well, that's, well what I'm <laughs> finding, <laughs> and hopefully some people out there can set me straight on this, you know, they're almost never used for RC anymore. Maybe people use them for four-cell receiver packs or something, or maybe in some 18th-scale cars. But it looks like they're now popular for use in airsoft rifles. Really? Yeah, so in uh, that application... uh, Maybe they do, but all the... Well, most of the pre-made packs that I was finding were configured for some sort of airsoft Mm. application. And... Apparently for Airsoft, you don't need nearly the kind of discharge that you know, we were pushing through those things. So the cells I was finding were advertising 10C discharge rate, which you know, that's pretty good because now these two-thirds A size cells are 1,600 milliamp hour, which is almost double what they were when I last used them. Yeah, nickel metal hydrides, right? Uh, yes. So yeah. when I first started flying Zaggies, we were using two-thirds a size NICADs at yeah. 500 milliamp hours. And then uh, the 600 AE NICADs. And eventually, what were they? Like the KAN or CAN brand, which were high discharge two-thirds A's. I forget what they were capable of, but I was using those for a while too. Um, but they were 950 milliamp hour, and so these new ones are 1600, but 10C. Anyway, I found a good deal on some that were pre-made into a pack, but not the configuration I needed. But that's okay, because I figured they were spot-welded packs, and I was going to solder them together anyway. So I got them in, and I welded up a pack, and it balanced the airplane 
well, and I flew it the other day, and the discharge seemed fine. It it flew the plane nicely, and I was super surprised by how familiar it sounded and felt when I started flying this airplane. There's just a particular sound that a Speed 400 makes with the little 5-inch push-on prop. This wasn't a Gunther like we usually use, but it was the Great Plains version of a Gunther. It just, the the memories came flooding back in. It was like <laughs> 1999 or 2000 all over again. Did you, did you touch the can with your fingers to feel the warmth? No, I was really surprised <laughs> by that. Smell the burnt brushes? <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually... Why is he sniffing his wing? <laughs> <laughs> the ambient temperature here was much cooler than I ever flew in Houston. It was probably in the 40s when I flew this thing. Yeah. Um, when I landed, it was barely warm. And that was after a good eight-minute flight, which I remember flying in Houston in the old days. And if you could hold your finger on the motor for more than a couple seconds, you were doing really well. Yeah, three-second rule. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because I would usually see the smoke leave the motor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, remember I used to put heat sinks on them and other things to try to keep them cool. And that was also because we would fly one battery right after another, too. But anyway, it was a neat experience to to get all that old equipment and just put it in the air again. The only thing that was new about this airplane was that I had a 2.4 gigahertz radio system in it. But it was a brush speed control, brush motor, NICAD batteries. And I don't know what servos were in it, but there was whatever servos were in it when I got it. They're covered up could, by some plastic thing could, I didn't want to cover. Flying away. anachronism. Could you fly that wing on a single stick transmitter? No, no, I didn't do that. Could you finagle, find a way to do that? <laughs> so yeah, because you need that antenna falling out the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, along the, the or along the leading edge of the wing or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's still a slit along the top of the wing in the, exactly. in the tape where the antenna goes. Insert but yeah. antenna here, yeah. There was so, actually an antenna in it that I had to pull out. It was a high-tech uh, 555. Ooh, just put the antenna back. Yeah. <laughs> At least it'll look. Have an antenna just falling back a little bit, even though it's 2.4. Yeah. <laughs> just put it, throw a wire back in there. So <laughs> That'll you, fool everybody. Do you think you might put a brushless motor in it at some point? I don't know. I mean, I kind of considered that at one point. But, you know, I posted the video of it on our Facebook page. And uh, our buddy Scott Will commented that he had one that he had uh, put a brushless motor in and that he folded the wing. Oh. And the setup that he mentioned didn't seem that powerful. So I'm thinking maybe this is just kind of a, a weak airframe. And Lee, you upgraded a Zaggy and clapped that thing, right? I did. So there is a limit to how much power they can take, at uh. least in the long term. So, but more so than that, just the enjoyment that I got from reliving it. And we used to think this was really good performance. So it's not like it was difficult to fly or lacked power. We're just kind of spoiled with mm. too much power on most yeah. of our other models now. Wait, what size motor was it? The Speed 400. Oh, so you can retime it at least. I guess I could, yeah. But I'm not inclined to do that. Well, I was thinking maybe it's a compromise. Just retime it a little bit. Just a maybe. little more power. But but uh, I, the point is I'm thinking of keeping it around just as kind of a, a reminder, uh, a calibration tool. So you remember what it used to be like, kid? <laughs> the bad old good old days. Yeah. And it's funny, as I was flying it around, you hit full throttle and you hear that sound. And with any other modern electric, you hit full power and you just point the nose up at the angle you want to climb, right? Yeah. Up to and including vertical. 
But no, when you, you do that with this model and <laughs> it, it'll either mush because you're going too slow and you don't have enough power or maybe it'll climb a little bit, you, you really have to circle the field to get in the altitude. You got to fly it on a wing, as they say. Yeah. And yeah. that's how it was. Yeah, and we yeah. liked it. Very <laughs> <really> liked it. <laughs> but so it it, it, it was a fun teaches, afternoon. It teaches you good what? habits, though, flying planes on a wing instead of brute force. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Actually, a lot yeah, of people nowadays do battery. that. Sorry. Was that? <laughs> I was like, now you have to get an old battery charger of the timer. You <laughs> <laughs> crank it to 60 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I have one if you want one. And you just check the battery every now and then with the back of your hand, see if it's getting warm enough. There you go. <laughs> really go old school. So it was interesting, though, because you also have to remember that NICADs discharge differently than LiPos. They don't have that sharp drop off. So it may stop flying before the low voltage cutoff cuts in. Mm. So I'll just leave that with you without explaining anything in detail. Okay. Well, you didn't break but, it. No, no, the airplane's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll take it out flying again. Cool. That's neat. That's neat to get an old, old PC running. A classic. Yeah, my usual thing is to get the old airplanes like that and put modern electronics in them. So it's a little bit of a departure for me to keep the old brush stuff in there. But uh, it was well worth it, I think. So now we can talk about Christmas presents. Oh, you got me a Christmas present? In exchange for whatever you got me at the sale. Oh. Um. Uh. Never mind. <laughs> well, from Fitz, I need a 60 size motor for my P47. Oh, it wasn't equipped with things? It had been flown with a glow engine. Mm -hmm. And that was removed. And I'm just going to strip it down and mount an electric motor oh you're going electric okay it's going electric you're gonna run four or six l you think six six all right what happened to five you just skipped right over it yeah. five is right out that's <laughs> 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 <Fitz> got it <laughs> i know that reference <laughs> Three shall be the number, <laughs> and the number shall be three. <laughs> but not before uh, four. Five is right out. <laughs> Blow thy enemies to hell. And St. Attila raised the hand grenade up on high, saying, O Lord, bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits. Yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be success, just like my Corsair. So that'd be great. I'll just use the same battery for my H and M Corsair and the Seagull P forty seven. Oh, hey, speaking of glow power, I forgot to mention okay. <laughs> what we were talking about. But anyway, I got out my uh, eight scale glow buggy the other day, fired mm -hmm. it up because I hadn't run it in a year or so. So I put some fuel in it and cranked her up and drove it around the yard. Oh, and annoyed. Drove the my neighbors, neighbors insane. <laughs> <laughs> that sucker is loud. It has a thing on it that looks like a muffler, but I'm not sure it's actually a muffler. It's just, just a header. Or, or a tune pipe or something. I don't know. It's loud. You know, I have a glow buggy, but I haven't ever run it. I, I've been meaning to, you know, refurbish it. And I just never got around to it. It's sitting on a shelf. One of these yeah, days. Well, there you go. I've been meaning to work on it, just... 
too busy with other stuff. <laughs> You've got a lot of stuff on your meeting to get to. Yeah, I got a lot around to it. <laughs> yeah, I if you stopped buying projects right now, how old would you have to live to be to get to all of them? Uh, with or without cryogenic freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I think I'm in the same boat. Well, I won't have the P47 done by this weekend, so I'm not going to take it to the... Uh, a flying event, but I mean, I, it's I mean, it's something I've wanted. I would like a bigger one, but this one should be fun. And uh, I mean, Seagull makes good planes, so, and I'm you know I'm not big into buying the used planes just because I'm always a little cautious. But this one looks like in pretty good shape. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's my. I mean, for Christmas, I'm just going to get accessories for this. So it sounds like that could be built either as glow or electric. There was nothing oh. about it that. You don't have to commit one way or the other? It's absolutely meant for both. You okay. Seagull has a motor mount that you can buy. It may have come with the kit that has the electric mount, so you can bolt it to the the, the blind nuts that are there for the engine mounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have it, but I'll come up with something else. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, and I might. I mean, I could check with uh, Tomas from Legend Hobby since he's a Seagull reseller. Maybe they, I can get parts or accessories for it. Maybe I can get the bombs. And you know, yeah. fit it up. I meant to mention that. I was, gonna, I was thinking that, and I got distracted. But yeah, he's probably <laughs> building marks. a plastic model. <laughs> he might be at the fly-in this Ooh. coming weekend. Okay. I think he mentioned he was going to try to be there. Well, maybe I'll message him, and maybe he can bring me my a stash, a little brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> got the goods <laughs> of goodies. Yeah. Does it have a hatch for the battery? Yeah, it does. It has a hatch. Oh, okay. Oh, good. It's it's broken. <laughs> I may have been the one to break it. Remember when I I turned the plane upside down because <laughs> 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 the the screws weren't there, so the hatch came off and part of the hatch mount's broken. But it's I mean it's nothing I can't fix. Well, cool. And is it a bubble or a Razorback? Razorback. Nice. What yeah. color? Yeah, it's camo. All right. Well, okay, olive drab. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Single tone. No, and, right. I, and I like it. So it's, uh, what was the name of this darn thing? Uh, Snafu. So. Okay, I'm sure I've seen them before. Yeah, I think I like it. And based on your comments in our last episode, you'll be running a four-bladed prop? <laughs> I'm going for seven. <laughs> I'm going to go for a big yellow wooden prop, <laughs> like for a sop with camel. <laughs> Old-timey prop on it. Uh, I still think I'm right on that. <laughs> okay. If you don't get the joke, go to our previous episode where we talk about the uh, OV-10. Mm-hmm. What about you, Fitz? You got Christmas wish list items? Yeah, but I don't think any of our planes. Oh, new car, right? Yeah, new car. <laughs> yeah, we had that discussion. Uh, I really needed a, a new car, bigger car, SUV, crossover, whatever. Uh, but I don't consider that a Christmas. I think that's just a thing. <laughs> General need. General need. Uh, so I had kind of a short list. Um, I'm really considering getting a resin printer. But I haven't decided yet. But, uh, oh, 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 did you fly the Gripen? No, I haven't flown it yet. Okay. Because, you know, you got yourself a present and it came in. And you talked about it on your show, but you haven't flown it yet. Okay, so make sure yeah. you, you call me for that. I want to get pictures of that bad boy flying. Yeah, okay. All right, I'll let you know. 
so I had two or three things considering a resin 3D printer. Um, also, maybe I talked to you a little bit about this, Lee, a 4K video camera. Maybe. I don't think you did. Yeah, I asked you what camera, asked you what camera you had. Well, it's oh. funny because Terry's got that camera. That's too. right. Yeah, it's oh, like I'm very same... happy with it. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. It's a so little. You should get one too. It's a little spicy. Nah, price Terry wise, got a good deal. Yeah, price wise, yeah. Oh, uh, well, it's guess. worth it, I think. Yeah, I mean, for for the quality of stuff you're putting out now and the size of your audience, you can justify it easily. Terry, uh, uh, sorry, Fitz. I'm going to tell you right now. I used mine yesterday for a Zoom meeting. And connected it to my laptop with a cam link. Oh. 4K. Yeah. And I've had wonderful comments on how crisp and clean the footage is. Ah, so I can use it as a webcam. You may. I tell you what, Fitz. One day, when you're not home, Lee is going to go over in your garage, pull out three airplanes, and sell them to to fund this camera. And you'll never know. If you can identify the three models that he removed... I will I know every one of my children. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, maybe I need to clean out. I need to reduce some inventory, so maybe I'll I'll justify it by doing that. See, there you go. And the battery life's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, really good. You know what? And we're talking about it, and we really haven't told the listeners what it is. So if you're in the, uh, I mean, these are although this is what about two years old. Maybe three. Yours is probably mine's less than a year old. So it's the Sony AX53. If I've got the codes right, I and mean, it's not the camera's not here. Uh, but it's a Sony 4K camera. Uh, I typically just shoot 1080. I don't shoot 4K often because 1080 does you know ample, and I'm able to shoot a faster rate with one. Uh, uh-huh. But excuse me, with 1080, I think I can do a 120 frames a second. So. For aviation, yeah. slow flybys, that's great. But the, the the screen is easy to see. It's a touchscreen. And um, shooting 4K resolution makes really big files. Yeah, it does. Will, it do, will it do 2K? I typically shoot just 2K because yeah. that's, you know, for all the videos I've done for you, Fitz, it's a camera. Now, I'm going to, I think Terry will agree with me. It takes some getting used to for the stabilization because it's actually a lens stabilization, not a digital stabilization. And you have to learn how to, you know, catch up with it or, you know, kind of balance your moves, lateral moves left and right with it. Uh, but once you get the hang of it, um, it's really fun to to try to cover aircraft flying by and stuff. So I have to admit that my buddy Mark has probably used my new camera at least for shooting RC planes more than I have. Oh, and so, does he give it a thumbs up? Uh, yeah, he's done real well. That. Okay. Maybe we'll do a little video of that or something. If if you guys would like more information on the camera or how we do our videos, uh, send us an email either through our Facebook page or contact rcroundtable.com. And, you know, if we get enough people interested, maybe we'll do something, you know, or I can do a quick video on the camera. And also, if you do video... Uh, if, you know yourself if you're doing stuff and you have a better camera let us know i'd like to see what else is out there and i think the most important part is we have to note that this camera does not have an eyepiece so i think you use this tool we have the extend view uh, screen covers that we use as eyepieces yes that's thankfully it was your yeah i found that years ago for one of my old cameras but i've just been using it for every camera since so basically you fold out the lcd screen 
which is worthless if there's any sunlight because of all the reflection. But this part slides over it and makes the screen an eyepiece. Works super. But I'll add this particular camera, the AX53, does have a rear eyepiece. It is. Oh, does it? Black and yeah. You didn't I've know. never used it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the other reason why I got it, but I typically have been just using the other viewer finder. But yeah, it does have a rear eyepiece. Does it look through the lens? Yeah. Well, no, it's it's looks at a, it looks at a screen. Okay. It's not huh. too bad. Huh. No, I do. Have, <laughs> I have a Sony video camera that's 1080, but it's some years old, and it doesn't it looks doesn't near have nearly quality of yours. So yeah, it it's makes a difference, it. even yeah. if you're not shooting in the highest resolution. I like to shoot stuff at least like in 2K and then yeah. down convert it. It should look really nice. Okay, are we out of things to talk about? What about you guys' wish lists? Anything? Oh, uh, I wish I could get rid of some of my airplanes. I've talked about this before. There's Typically, I would go to a swap meet or two around here, yeah. buy a few new projects, get rid of some old ones. But with all the COVID stuff, that did not happen this year. So strangely, I did pick up some new projects because, uh, you know, we'll go back to that Facebook topic, but uh, I haven't gotten rid of much, if anything. So I'm kind of overwhelmed with airplanes right now. Well, you can put them on Facebook Marketplace and have a whole bunch of people show up at your basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not quite sure that's the strategy I want to use here. Um, but, you know, just a couple months around the corner, the... The swap meets should be starting up again if things have settled down. Yeah, usually aren't they popular around the wintertime, roughly? January, February? The first one that I'm aware of around here is in February. Yeah. I believe. Before spring, so. so. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, it depends on how desperate I get. I am out of actual places to put airplanes. Places that are designed for airplanes. They're beginning to be scattered on the floor and on tables and on chairs. And it's just a matter of time before I break something like that, whether it's an airplane or a body part. Well, don't you have a child going off to college? Uh, maybe. Again, that's based on some how COVID responds. Oh, because there's an extra room there. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that has been claimed already. Oh, It's not that I lack room. It's just that I like organization. Yeah. And I just have too many planes, dare I say. Talk you nah. yeah. <laughs> Never have enough planes. I know, but if you look at the some sort of ratio of how many I have that haven't been flown in the past year, and then others that I know I just really don't care to fly again, then yeah. I know there's some dead weight that I can get rid of here. You know, I hear I hear Terry talking, but I think about Graben. <laughs> and that huge hangar full of planes, and you have you have nothing. On yeah, Graham. that guy had a full size <laughs> aircraft hangar full of planes. Yeah, that's okay. I was looking at photos of that thing. It's like he would never get to all those planes. If I had a hangar to put all these in, I would not be having this conversation. <laughs> so it's purely a space issue. You should just like sneak into your neighbor's garage and just stick one up there on the shelf and just see if they will find out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's an excellent idea. Knock on the door. Excuse me. Did my plane escape? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my plane? Uh, so did, is there anything on your Christmas wish list besides aircraft? Are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, I don't have any aircraft on my wish list. I mean, I have new airplanes that I think are cool, but 
I don't covet any of them. Like nice. Fitz mentioned, I am kind of into tools, and when I go to the swap meets and garage sales and stuff, I like the boxes of obscure stuff. I don't know. I'm weird that way. Not that I don't bring home airplanes, but you know, it's not usually my main draw. Hey, Fitz, maybe you can part with those hemostats and wrap them up real nice for Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Over my cold, dead hands. <laughs> We need to send him strange items. From our work. <laughs> you know, that's Fitz. That's what you and I have to do. We have to send him something odd from our workshop. Some of the weirdest thing we can find. Oh, yep. I will. I like that idea. Breathe. Is that our okay. new tradition? We find the oddest. thing. Oh my god, we should do that. There we go. Our own white elephant kind of thing. Huh? All right, all right. So I have to send a white elephant to each of you. Oh hey, speaking of Christmas presents, uh, a big shout out to Scott Will for sending us those laser cut RC roundtable ornaments. Oh yeah, oh, I posted yeah. a photo. Yeah, those were very cool. Thank you, Scott. They just needed minor repair. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're puzzles. That, yeah, uh, the post office did not like them as much as we did, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. This is, <laughs> I was at the post office yesterday, and I swear, if I just thought about having my camera, like, in my you know, like, ready, this lady at the counter was basically pulling, she, like, grabbed boxes on the counter and then shoved them behind the counter, and they just fell to the floor into a basket. I mean, she was like, like you see, they just scooping them up. I was like, I was waiting for her to be done so I could then put my box up there. And hopefully it would be treated better. But she, she must have had a bad day. She, it was, I think we were all looking at each other going, is this happening? She was, oh my God. Sorry. So they have one of those mini trampolines. She just bounces it off of that into the basket. Oh, it was bad. I mean, and, and in fact, I actually like, I don't want to say saved a guy. But there was a guy who was near the counter and the box, I mean, because they were stacked high, they started tumbling out towards us. And I had to, like, tell them to get out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way. So, absolutely, Terry, the post office is not to be trusted. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Be careful when you ship gifts. I'll make sure I send something to you that shouldn't break if it's toppled to the floor. Okay, good. Um, did we all answer the question? Fitz did, right? Did no, you leave? No, he didn't. I just, I said I'll get parts for my P47. Okay. He's a simple man. Simple, yeah. That, that should be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? I'm going to segue into something that Terry kind of touched upon. But for, you know, what's on your Christmas wish list? Well, for our listeners who've made it this far, Lee's got another giveaway. <laughs> yeah. I have another giveaway. Just so everybody else knows, Lee does not send these around for approval before. <laughs> They've been well, approved by I, the committee. Lee also didn't make you pay for the giveaway, so shut your trap. <laughs> this, is, trap. this is from Lee's warm heart, giving heart, unlike Terry's cold, dead hands. <laughs> I, uh, cold, like prickly. <laughs> mine, mine, you understand? Mine, mine, all mine. Mine's uh, is... I mentioned in the show the during our fun little trip down to the uh, estate sale that I picked up five of these Graphene 3S 2200 batteries. I am going to part with one. So if one of our listeners would like one of these brand I mean I say brand new I haven't tested them. This is a it's you're getting it as <laughs> is, but as Fitz will testify they were all wrapped up nice tight and, you know, new in package. 
And so I will give one away. So if you are listening, you need to pull over if you're driving, uh, send an email to contact at rcroundtable.com. And you know what? I have to have like a new subject line for me. It's like Lee's big giveaway. Send me <laughs> a bomb. <laughs> then, uh, well, I have to I, say, I've, I've flown those graphene batteries. They're, they, A, are very good, and B, they, all, they store very well. So I, I never have one puff on me or anything, do anything weird. So well, there you go. Uh, and it's brand new. Are they standard voltage? Yes. Okay, yeah, they are. Yeah. Anyway, and, it'll, I'll even wrap it in the nice little black box it came with. So I'll give away one of the batteries. What did you so, say? 3S 2200? Yep. Yeah. With an XT60, I presume? No. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that big. Like I told you, new in box. It may have been a Dean's. 5C discharge? <laughs> no, I think it was forty. No, no, these oh. are these are just the opposite. They're actually very powerful batteries. They have very low internal resistance. They're outperformed okay. typical five thousand C's. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All the C's. Start your car with these. <laughs> it's a one-time use battery. <laughs> the, the only caveat with these batteries is they have a really sharp discharge curve. They're they're, they're very flat until they run out of juice, and then they really run out of juice pretty quickly. Kind of like those well, old uh, red cells that used to do RC car nightcads. Yeah. <laughs> Fits don't make them like not want to. No, 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 no. I highly, I actually highly recommend them. They're really good. Pa- if you want, oh, if you fly something that needs a lot of power. Three times as much as a light bulb. <laughs> no, they're really good, powerful batteries. So if you have a plane that it's kind of an amp hog or anything like that, that'd be f- perfect for that. So this is great. This is one of those, I must be crazy giving these away. <laughs> yes. You're crazy. <laughs> you can never have too many 3S2200s. That's true. I, have, yes. I do have a lot. So I, I'm happy to part with one. I don't think Fitz is going to give away his uh, hemostat, but no. I will give away <laughs> one of these graphene batteries. So again, Lee's big giveaway. That's the, That'll be the subject line. Uh, email contact at rcroundtable.com. Make sure you put your name. First and last, and an address. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna win, I gotta have a place to ship it. And let me know. I will say it probably has to stay in the continental U.S. because I don't think shipping a lipo overseas would be wise. Yeah, I don't think you can airship them. Right? You got to put a special label on there. Oh, yeah. great! I'll have to do all that. Probably cost me eighty bucks to ship it. You know, when you go to the post office, they ask you those questions. You usually just say no, no, no. You're gonna have to say yes for one of these. But only if they ask, right? Those questions always annoy me, he says. You got anything hazardous? <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, a stick, battery. A stick of butter is hazardous if I throw it at you fast enough. I mean, <laughs> could you quantify that? Oh, yeah. God. Try using that line. <laughs> and you know how that works out for you. <laughs> okay, I'll have, sh- I'll have Fitz ship it for me. <laughs> so, do you remember the Space Shuttle Columbia? That was brought down by a piece of foam. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is going not the direction I was hoping <laughs> So the yes, I will have. Not your strong point. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not our marketing expert. <laughs> All right, so yes, I have that giveaway. Just thought I'd put that out there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, if you need something, you'll win. So you have to. You can't win if you don't play. So plays Lee, Lee's big giveaway. And also to uh, to give us put, to put all three of our heads in the cloud. You know, like Terry had his little moment with his. Uh, his little ski buddy boat, whatever thing. What do you call that? Did you have uh, a snow buggy. Your snow buggy. We got an email from a listener, and he was actually the one who kind of brought it to my attention about the whole uh, drone, you know, FAA fine. His name is Tim. He's from across the pond in jolly old England. Okay. And I just wanted to shout out to Tim. Thank you for your email. You uh, sent us some 
Uh, you sent us a nice photo of you and uh, mentioned the club you're at. I'm going to put this up here right now. This club is called, you have that handy, Chichester. Is it Chichester? Chichester. Yeah. Chichester. Chichester and District Model Aero Club. Chichester. Cadmac. And Little Old England, as he wrote. Yeah. And uh, just so you know, he said, I uh, want you to know that I really enjoy your podcast. Y'all are a great team with great content. Content, Keep it up. Ooh. So good job, fellas. Well, Thank thanks. you. Thank you so much. We are honored. Truly, yeah. Yeah, I saw that his field is not that far from London, so if I were back in that area, I'd probably like to stop by and check out his field. I, have you, did you see the cover photo? It's cute. If y'all go no. to cadmac, C-A-D-M-A-C dot C-O dot U-K, it's two spitfires over a frozen field with Santa. <laughs> <laughs> with his reindeer. <laughs> so they're in the holiday season right there. That's great. So anyway... Thanks for guys, thanks guys for listening. We always love y'all's comments, and you know, just I just want to bring it up. You know, we met Nathan at uh, Best, and then he, you know, he's been on our show when we've done a live show at Best. So we we make friends with this hobby, and it's nice to uh, continue to make friends through this podcast. And we do it because we have a fun time talking, but we also do it because we love listening to you guys respond to our show, and we we really do appreciate you continuing to. Uh, subscribe and listen to our show and you know hopefully share it with your friends and if you ever see us make sure you get a sticker from us we were and i think what fits you grab one the other day for me yeah i got a bunch oh, yeah yeah we gave one to ed one of the guys uh, from the estate sale yes yep because yeah he flies and he goes oh, i'll take one so there you go mm, cool and i'm done <laughs> and your turn to wrap things up okay all right, Lee. Well, thanks for that. Uh, we always love uh, to hear from people in the audience from all corners of the world. It's just kind of amazing that people actually listen to us. and <laughs> They like us. They really like yeah. us. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, are, we are honored for our humble podcast. All right. I think uh, we've uh, bored you enough with our antics. Uh, but uh, thanks anyway. We always appreciate comments, feedback. You heard the man. Leave us some stuff at our on our Facebook page or send us a note. Maybe you might get a battery. Or Twitter or Instagram. Insta-Twitter? Yeah. No, we don't get a whole lot of play on Twitter, but I think RC in general is not very active there. Yeah. But we're there, so if that's your thing, Yeah, forget that we have us. a Twitter. I think we're more on Instagram and Facebook, right? Yep. With a little YouTube thrown in for flavor. Yeah, every now and then. We need to do a live show next time. Okay. Oh, there you I go. think you said that last time. But oh, whatever. well, I'm saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. We were supposed to do a live show next time. Okay, so sometime in the not-too-distant future, we will do a live show. Stay tuned. Look for an announcement on our uh, social media stuff. And until next time, we'll see you later, and happy holidays. Bye-bye. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com, where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts, where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening. <laughs>